0: Welcome to Cat Chat, brought to you by Dr. Elsie's Precious Cat, privately owned by Dr. Elsie, a feline-only veterinarian whose personal mission has been to formulate a wide variety of litters for all types of cats so they keep using their litter box, which keeps them in their loving homes. Dr. Elsie has also created clean protein, wet and dry foods that are specifically appropriate for a cat's nutrition needs. I'm Tracy Hotchner, the author of The Cat Bible, Everything your cat expects you to know. My mission is to entertain, educate, and inspire cat lovers like you to give your kitty cats the best possible life in nutrition, affection, and environmental enrichment, often sharing my conversation with feline expert Dr. Michael Maria Delgado, along with other cat authors and experts. Dr. Elsie's is also the founding and continuing sponsor of my New York Cat Film Festival, which brings together short films from around the world that celebrate kitty cats. The festival premieres every fall in New York City and then travels to theaters across America and Canada with a portion of every ticket going to local cat welfare organizations with the support of Dr. Elsie's. Dr. Michael Maria Delgado and I, she is felineminds.com, which is a great cat behavior site and help for all of you that have kitty problems, which is pretty much just kitty miscommunication between humans and cats. We want to talk about insect proteins and how cats go nutty for bugs. Michael, (laughs) you've already had a little exposure to a British um, product called lovebug. I just have to say I love that name so much. I didn't even hear I'd never heard of it. So tell me what you know about it.
1: Yeah, um, I have not personally tried lovebug. I was doing some research on the insect-based um, foods and treats. I've personally tried the cat it um, nuna treats, um, which my cats loved. Nice. And um, yeah, these are these are foods made for pets that are um, utilizing like fly larvae. And other insects, I think there's um, some companies looking at grasshoppers and crickets. and yes. Basically, the, the idea is that these foods could potentially provide an alternative to um, other protein sources, which may involve a lot of factory farming or intensive use of land, water, other resources, um, reduce like the methane and other dangerous gases that are released from large scale farming. I'm personally a vegetarian. So like I feed my cats meat, of course. Um, But I think, you know, a lot of us who um, maybe are interested in eco-friendly alternatives or um, would like to maybe move away from, from some of those um, larger scale animals that, um, you know, I don't want to judge insects and insects are sentient and can, you know, probably feel pain and fear and other things as well. But um, I think that people, you know, some people would probably be more comfortable with other sources of protein that were, as long as they're healthy and safe for our pets.
0: That's a really good point. I have a couple of friends who are vegetarians and one of them, Adrian, had to really suffer. I mean, she's a lifelong vegetarian and she's old like me. So that's a lot of years of not having meat in your home. And sure. it was really hard for her when she understood the importance of particularly of wet food and of meat, it was really hard. I mean, it was emotionally difficult for her to open cans, see it, smell it, think about it. So I appreciate that. but I, And I also appreciate the fact that while these insect proteins are being manufactured and used for dog feeding as well, Mm-hmm. I do have two dogs who are fascinated with flies. They they chase <laughs> oh, them yeah. and then they eat them. I'm like, really? The, you know, you're a 92 <laughs> pound dog and you can't wait to eat this little micro ounce of a fly. Yeah. But cats do eat insects. Insects are a very natural protein source for them, and I think that's something that you know when we sort of try to say, well, beef is really not appropriate for a cat because what mm-hmm. cat could take down a cow, <laughs> you know, in the real world? Sure. But talk sure. about, you're so much involved in play and, and your book that's coming out about play. Cats really are fascinated by insects, and they don't just toy with them, so to speak. They they really do eat them. Oh, and yeah. if they're on their own and they're out there, they'll eat lizards and salamanders and all kinds of insects. They're very high protein. So what do we know about the natural inclination of a cat to to be interested in to the point of ingesting an insect
1: yeah i mean i think if anyone's had a fly or a moth enter their home they've seen how you know our, our play methods may fall a little short right you really can't replicate that response that's right to um, a, a real life prey animal coming into the home and for a lot of indoor cats yeah a, a bug such as a fly is probably as, as good as it gets um, but yeah i think that that you see that instinct kick in where they are focused they're running around the house chasing and yeah, they do um, typically eat those insects. So it's, it's gross to us. Maybe I think, you know, culturally we have a long way to go in kind of opening our, um,
0: yes. our minds
1: and our palates. Um, you know, as a vegetarian, I'm not about to try any insect foods, but um, I, I certainly know friends that have eaten grasshoppers and you know, there's, there's definitely um Products available for people I can get chocolate-covered insects and that sort of thing for humans, but um, as far as you know, our cats, yes, they will consume insects. Um, you know, obviously we we supplement their diet, and cats who are outside are, are probably hunting other animals. But yeah, you, when research has looked at what's in your cat's feces, or you know, looking at feral cats, there's definitely a fair amount of insects in there. So it's it's not weird for them to eat insect protein. Um, As long as the protein source is digestible and your cat can absorb those nutrients, there's no reason to think it's unhealthy for them, Um, you know, and, and you know, as long as it's palatable to them so they enjoy the taste. And I'll just say my own experience with the cat, it treats my cats, love them. Now, of course, they were supplemented with, um, I think it was herring, maybe. Um, Oh, really? Yeah, so it's not necessarily, a lot of these foods are not going to be 100% insect protein, but it is trying to, again, reduce the carbon footprint of the food, I think is really, you know, a big incentive. And, you know, apparently fly farming is, you know, a lot of these farms. It's huge.
0: It's so huge. And in Europe, oh my gosh, I interviewed, uh, for for Dog Talk, I interviewed uh, two gentlemen from a company just outside Paris, and the building looked like something you would build a thousand cars in. And it was, wow. it was floor after floor after floor of trays, I guess you could call them, trays <laughs> yeah. or baskets of black soldier, am I saying this right? Yeah, soldier, yeah. Black soldier fly larva. Yeah. And these proteins are gonna find their way into the human food chain as well. I'm thinking yeah. of, of friends who had adopted two school-aged kids from Africa. I don't know which part of Africa, it's obviously a gigantic continent with v- many different cultures and rituals, right. but they, formed a bond with some other families who had adopted school aged children who were already had habits and, and ideas formed. And one of the things that the American adoptive parents did with these kids was go out and hunt for bugs with them because mm-hmm. in their culture, that was the protein source.
1: Mm-hmm. I know yeah. there's
0: other things like cassava and certain roots that yep. have protein, but eating insects is an essential protein source in some places for humans. And yep. And for cats, it's more natural than, well, I mean, I guess a gecko eats insects, but you know, we don't think of our kitty cats as as yeah. as, as themselves a gecko or a or a snake or something. So I think it's really good to change cultural ideas, and I think it's great that Cat It has made these treats that also have a small-bodied fish element because that's important mm-hmm. for cats that it be from a small-bodied fish, and get everybody, you know, welcoming it. And the carbon footprint is such a big deal. They're not yeah. going out and catching wild. These are not pasture-raised crickets, right? <laughs> I mean, they're they're purpose bred. And and at some point, we have to say yes. Everything has feelings, and everything has community. Every ant, every bee. I mean, the more we learn, the more we're like, okay, we just have to sit very still. Don't move. Don't step. Don't mm-hmm. tread on anything. Don't eat anything. There's a point at which you know some kind of we have to draw the line somewhere. And I think it's really great that that line. Is expanding into yeah. insect foods for cats, Absolutely. and I and and they should be the first adopters because it's it's on their radar, you know. Yep,
1: yep. And when we play with them, we can we can certainly tap into that instinct by using toys that resemble bugs exactly right? like or yes. shapes. So I'm a big fan. I mean, I think the cat dancer is kind of, even though it doesn't really look like a bug, it really does move like a bug if you, you know, really control the wire in a way. It's kind of like bouncing around like a mosquito would or, you know, a, another kind of moth or fly.
0: And yes, I
1: love the um, the rompy cats line. They used to be called Nico flies or Neco flies. Neco flies um, were so yeah. great when
0: Ellen had yeah. the company. Unfortunately, she yeah. lost it from some financial problems. But her Neco flies insects, her, yes. she had tied yes. flies with her father as a girl oh. for fishing so she knew how to mimic the the entire movement of a winged insect tiny Mm -hmm. you know or a worm-like insect if you will so yeah those those the more realistic the less they look like something that a child in a carnival would like like (laughs) brightly colored huge moving pieces no something really small and more genuine and, and more realistic is what yeah. your cat might like. So,
1: yeah, there's and there's a few other um litter boys has some good beetles and um Oh, really? Uh, and then there's the the bee um by GoCat. So, so there are a few good choices for insect like toys out there. So, I would recommend including that in your prey profile for your your toys. The selection. prey
0: profile. I love yeah. it. If you will send me links, I will put the links with the oh, the okay. podcast of this show, Dr. Michael's right. suggestions of bugs your cat will love the prey profile. That's a great word. Yes. Let's add it to the digester profile and the prey profile of your of your kitty cats. Thanks, Dr. Michael. It's really wonderful to expand everyone's ideas. And I still say that Love Bug is the best name ever. I don't know if that food will it's come so to good. the United States, but it's a great name. It so really is. rock on in the UK. Thanks so much for your ideas. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you for listening. I hope this conversation has deepened your understanding and appreciation of cats everywhere. It's been brought to you by Dr. Elsie's Precious Cat, which created their own clean protein cat foods, inspired by the protein levels found in a cat's natural prey to better satisfy a cat's appetite with ingredients naturally intended for her body. 90% of the protein in clean protein is animal-based, not plant-based, as in many cat foods, which can compromise cat's health. Clean protein is the first dry cat food I can personally recommend as a healthy choice, although I always hope that wet food will be your cat's primary diet. Thanks again for being here.